Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Two Sisters Monday Mindset Broadcast. You know, before we hopped on live on the Facebook page, we, of course, are simulcasting with our guests through the Wisdom Audio app, and there's always a glitch. Glitches seem to happen, but you know what? That never stops the Two Sisters. And as you may see, I am on with a different sister today. My sister, Carol Sue, um, is with her grandchildren today, so I'm really excited for her. And and uh, of course, she's going to be watching this broadcast at some point if she isn't maybe already watching it. Who knows? But good morning, everyone. My name is Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva 5.0. And I, of course, am with two sisters, uh, the younger sister, by the way. I always got to <laughs> get that in there every now and then. We are so excited to specifically welcome to the Monday Mindset, or as we call it, Mindset Monday uh, episode, where we chat about all things mindset. And, you know, today's guest, she's really absolutely amazing. She's not only a CEO, an author, a speaker, um, and she had a new book that just came out. She is a, a life coach. She studied in psychology. And we're going to get into the conversation. So without further ado, we want to welcome Kalina Powell to the Two Sisters family. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm excited to be here. Well, we are excited to have you here. Now, Kalina, <laughs> I didn't come out and say a few obvious things for a very specific reason. Um, and I think we will probably get to that at some point. That's not our focus. But what I think is really amazing about the story behind your story is that you know, you saw something perhaps as an adversity. Yes. As, as which is would be totally natural. Um, we've all gone through things in our in our lives that really are adverse to what we want or what we think we could or should be. But you really took that to heart and started something amazing. So I'm going to turn it over to you. I want you to kind of um, obviously introduce yourself and, and what you do further, but also share why you are so special because you are. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, let's just say that, okay, anyway, sorry about that, everybody. Hi, everybody. My name is Kalina, um, aka Death Queen Boss. I am, some of you are probably like, wait, did she say Death Queen Boss? Yes. So I am actually a hundred pound person. I actually became deaf at the age of four. And obviously a huge shift from a normal child to a deaf child in one day. It was, it was crazy. And and also too, um, yeah, I am a coach, life coach, author, international speaker, uh and podcast guest, and speaking to different organizations and school. And, um, but yeah, there's so many hat I have on me, but that we'll get to that in, later on. Um, but yeah, so that's why I'm so special is because I'm a hard parent person. I never allowed my disability to find who I am and also to find my success. And that's why um, I use my disability as a gift to really teach people and help people in my community to move forward in their lives. Kalina, thank you so much for, for um, sharing that with, uh, with our audience. And you are the deaf queen boss and, and you wear 
and what I find so fascinating is that you wear that very proudly. And as you said, you um, you were what you were a normal child at the age of four. You went from being a being able to hear to you went completely deaf in, in one day. But you have not let your heart of hearing um, or lack of hearing, whatever people call it, to <clears throat> define your success and happiness as you were growing up. Obviously, I know you have an amazing family, and that was really kind of the backdrop to how you led your life and how you continue to lead your life. What would you say was one thing that really stood out to you as a very young girl that, okay, I, I've got this thing like I heard yesterday, I can't hear today, but you know, I'm driven by something higher, like a higher purpose. Um, it all started when I was trying to go to two different schools. So I went to a deaf school and a hearing school. That is when I realized that, well, what is happening? I didn't know what's happening. I had a four year old starting school and I do so many things differently. I went to the deaf school. I was more comfortable. The hearing school, I was not comfortable at all because I noticed that there was no ASL classes I could take where I did in the deaf school. So that's when I knew a trip and I said, okay, I am different in the hearing world, but I'm normal in the deaf community. And that was something I had to learn and say, like, what is really going on to myself? And I said, you know what? I'm going to stick to it again. However, unfortunately, because of the deaf school was so far from my house, I had to go to the parent school full time. And that's when I was like, I had to let go of my half of me. And I realized that I will pull that, um, the deafness I learned from the deaf school, I was gonna bring it with me into the hearing school because a lot of the teachers were not acceptable in their hearing school, just because I guess they never had a deaf student before. So that was something I had to learn how to embrace it and really say, you know what, I am different from all these kids, but that doesn't mean that I can't make friends. Yes, there was difficulty down the road in school, hearing school because like, I was bullied a lot in school. Teachers didn't know how to accommodate me, so I there was a lot of lack of support. Um, but that was when I realized that, okay, I am different. And as we know, in, in this world today, it's a thousand percent okay to be different. But when you are a young, impressionable child, you know, going through, um, you know, going to the um, the deaf school and then transitioning over to the back to the public school and the bullying, as we've heard, of course, a lot in the news about that lately, which just absolutely breaks my heart. Um, excuse me, what would you say is, and you mentioned, I, I just want to, I've got a lot of thoughts going on, obviously. You mentioned that you were different and that you were different in the sense that you couldn't hear and for you to, you know, to have friends and communicate with them. But all children are different. You just had Yours was more a little bit more heightened. So I wonder, as you as you were going through this as such a young child, what 
what did your teachers, you know, you had mentioned that they really didn't know how to accommodate you. Did they find some kind of common ground where they could, you know, instruct you further? Or was there <laughs> anything that the school system helped your parents with? Um, okay. It, it's very difficult. So when I started the handful full time, there was no accommodation for like almost a year. And they didn't know what to do. To the point where my mom was actually going to school to become a social worker. And it was fascinating because my mom showed up and I told my mom, like, I don't feel like the teachers are supportive, like feel like it's, it's unfair the way how they're treating me. And um, if there's this one teacher in particular, I will never forget this. He had to wear a microphone for me. And he refused. I remember that one. I, I don't know why I remember it, but I remember it. And I was in grade three or grade two. And I, I said, Dad, like, I can't hear you in the classroom. I need you to wear a microphone. And he's like, oh, I don't feel comfortable or something like that. And then, so I guess I went home that day and I, when I told my mom. And my mom, like, snapped. And she went back to school and just said, hey, like, what the heck? Like, this teacher cannot wear a simple thing for my daughter to accommodate. And the principal didn't know. And the principal said, you know, clean up. You feel that way? You need to come tell me. And I thought I've been telling a lot of other teachers about it, but no one done anything. That's why I didn't go to the principal. And the principal was really embarrassed because he was like, wow, I hired you to be a student, I mean, a teacher in my class. Like, um, eventually, he slowly started wearing the microphone again. Not right away, but he was never consistent with me. And he so did shout my name across the classroom where I could not hear exactly. And so along the, down the road, I would say it got better when I got into middle school and high school. That's the only thing I would say that I should got better. But when I was in middle school, it was really bad. I am so sorry to hear that. You know, something as simple as wearing a microphone to help a child in your classroom, I don't get it. Um, and shame on that person, frankly speaking. I mean, that's that's not cool. So you go through school, and what were some of the things along the way? Because I, I again, I'm getting back to your parents and, and your family because they are such an integral part, obviously, of who you are. And now you're out in the world. What, when you graduated from high school, like, what did you want to be? Like, there was no, I assume there were just no limits on what you wanted to do. Uh, it's a really good story. I actually love talking about this because I do always want to encourage people that after high school, after anything you've been through for so long, you don't know what, what you want to be. You don't know what to do with your life. Um, so... What happened was, the reason why I got to this path was actually because of this one story that happened to me in grade 11. So I actually had a, a guiding counselor who um, didn't, didn't like she did believe in me, but she did not, if that makes sense. And I remember she asked me, she said, Kalina, what do you want to be? So I said, oh, I want to be a doctor. That's exactly right that. And she looked at me, then the eyes, and she said, oh, you should pick another career. Excuse me? And then she printed out a list 
of career options that I should choose from because of her back knowledge. And it's funny because I brought it home to my mom. My mom went crazy. And I think we all seen the craziness in our parents when they were like, what did you just tell my kid? And that was what my mom was thinking of her. Like, why are you telling my kids some next thing that they can't become a doctor? You want to print out a bunch of career for my daughter where she said she doesn't want to be an EB. Why are you going to push my daughter to her limit? And um, it was funny because I wanted to know, you're doing this and you're going to this particular uh, school. And I was applying for university at the time. And she didn't put my grade, she did not put my grade in, you guys. So what happened was I got an email. No, sorry, I got a letter. I got two different letters from all the schools that I applied for. And they all said to me, unfortunately, we cannot accept you into this program because your grades are not in. So I was like, wait, hold on. What? And I, I literally like, called my grandma at the time. And I was like, I'm looking at my grandma. My grandma, I think I didn't get to the program. And my grandma said, what? And then, I don't know. And then I found my mom panicking. And my mom said, no, this has got to be a joke. And I went back to the school, my guiding counselor. Oh, we're losing you just a little bit, Kalina. Oh, can you hear me okay? Technical. There we go. Are you okay. back? Yeah, I am back. Okay. okay. So I just want to backtrack a little bit. You were chatting with your, <laughs> you found out that you're getting all these letters and yeah. they say, no, we can't accept you at this time because your grades aren't in. So you're chatting with your grandmother. You must have been like, what the heck is going on here? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had I didn't know what to do because I'm the first generation in my family attended to university. Mm -hmm. So they were, oh, well, they haven't applied for a very long time. And so my grandma said, doesn't make sense. And I called my mom. She said, go to the dining counselor tomorrow morning and tell her what is going on. So I went to my dining counselor. And when I tell you, ladies, you would not believe what she said to me. She said, oops, I forgot. You have two last names because my last name is hyphenated. Don't I said, are you serious right now? And she said, no, I'm going to put it in right now. I said, no, it's late because I did not get in. And so I said, what's the issue here? And I realized, I'm like, what is your problem? Is it because I'm deaf and you said to me before I apply for this school that I should go in a different direction? And she looked, she, really, she could not say anything to me, you guys. She couldn't even say anything. She couldn't even say, yeah, no, nothing. She just froze and she, and she it looked like she got caught, caught her face. And and I said, you know what? I'm going to prove you wrong. And I will go farther than I ever been in my entire life. And mm -hmm. that's when I stepped back and I said, how can I prove this woman? You know, and I was so angry and I was so like, I'm like, I don't have any backup because that was my plan, my A1 plan. And I went home, told my mom what happened. My mom said, okay, you know what? Let's see what, what we can do. Maybe we can get you for not this semester, maybe the second semester in university. But the problem with university, they don't go that way. They have different um, enrollment data than the college program. So what happened was I had to take a year back in university, uh, in high school, and I just took like a couple courses to pull up my grades. And luckily, I got into it. So this time, I was on her butt for the second time. And I said, you better put my grades in 
and not joking. And I finally got in and I got the letter and I show up to her in her office. I'm like, listen, woman, I got in. Do not doubt a deaf person. And I walked out and I never see her since. And that was, that's when I realized that I can go farther in life. And I actually graduate with a psychology degree and a mental health and addiction degree as well. Oh, sorry, diploma. Wow. So, you know, obviously it's Mindset Monday for two sisters. Your mindset had to be probably at times maybe stronger than anything you could have prepared yourself for. You're you're in this situation where there's like naysayers, I want to say, all around you. Um, the guidance counselor, oh, these are the careers that you should pick, not putting your grain, grades in. I don't have any nice words to say about those people, but what I could say about your testament and your will to go forward in life blew everybody out of the water. Yeah. Wow. And, and, and you know what? Your, your face is like lightening up again. <laughs> and I love that because, you know, I, I feel the depth of your story on so many different levels. You're going to school, you're, you have ambitions, you have goals that you want to meet. And those goals were always met with the naysayers saying, you should do something else. You don't want to go this way. You should go that way. <laughs> for anyone who is facing, and it doesn't have to be somebody with a hearing disability, <laughs> excuse me, or even, you know, um, any disability or thing that they may be going through. What is one thing that you want to share with them? Um, the one thing I definitely want to share with them is that life is too short to be listening to other people's opinion, because you only have one life to live. You don't have a second life to live. And it's super important that we do keep pushing forward and still achieving those goals that we want. It can be hard to listen to other people's opinion where we can't move forward. And I just want to stay ignore other people's opinion. That is so true because, you know, there is a hard thing for everybody to go through. But when that hard thing is met with, discombobulation and different things around us that are kind of pulling us away from our uh, mindset and, you know, what we want to achieve in life. And, you know, I think I did share this with you on one of our pre-podcast chit-chats. Um, you have a YouTube channel, of course, because you are the deaf queen boss and you love educating um, not only um not only the world, but really people in general that, okay, I have a, a hearing issue, but I'm not going to let that define me. And in this particular video, you shared some crazy questions that you were asked. <laughs> I was actually, <coughs> excuse me, I was actually cracking up because you had such conviction and you were sharing these questions like, who would ask like a dumb, I don't think you said dumbass, but who would ask a dumb question like that? Like, and <laughs> you were so real and authentic. 
And at the time when you were doing this video, you were actually washing your face. Yeah. <laughs> and I just thought, she is the deaf queen boss. <laughs> Would you like to share some of the dumb questions that people ask you? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so I remember I had a deaf person. Um, a lot of people ask me a lot of deaf questions daily. I'm not even kidding you guys. I get daily dumb questions. I'm like, excuse me? And so the first question I got, you guys won't believe. Can, oh, deaf people can drive? What? That was one of my most hated, oh my God, question I get all the time. Because I have my own car. And I remember this one time, over the summertime, my hearing aid was show, and I guess these guys were watching me get in my car, and they looked at me super surprised. And they're like, no, they were just staring at me. And I'm like, and I wind up my window, I'm like, can I help you? And they're like, you're deaf though. I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna wind up my window, but I'm not gonna have that entertainment at all, no. And the second thing was, um, there's so many things I can't even think about it because there's so much questions I get all the time. Um, a lot of people ask me, how do you hear through the phone? How do you hear through the phone? How do you hear music? How do you listen to music? How do you keep up with music? That was something I would hear and get. How do you keep up with music? And also too, because of my background, I am Jamaican and St. Lucia. So I'm from the Caribbean island. So music is a big thing in my culture. So I'm always listening to music. So it was very easy for me to keep up with music in general. And people ask if I listen to music through a beach sound or through like vocal, if I can hear the singer listening, singing in the song. So that was, yeah. But there's so many dumb questions. I can't even think about it because there's so many daily guys, so. That is amazing. And I just want to segue over and welcome again, everybody, <laughs> excuse me, who's currently listening on the Wisdom Audio app. Um, Kalina, we have someone who wants to come up on stage um, on Wisdom. Um, would you be willing to, you know, invite them in the conversation? It, maybe they yeah. have. Okay. So I'm not sure who this is. And we all have time for one. So, whoops. I don't know what happens then. But, anyways, Wisdom, we have time for one, <laughs> excuse me, one guest to come on up. Um, I do apologize for not seeing that so quickly, and we will continue the conversation until someone comes up. So okay. you've chatted about your childhood, what you went through school, um, <laughs> the process of you, um, of course, getting into um, further education, and are there daily practices that you share with in general, not just with the deaf community, but in general to educate people on, you know, different mindsets to have when you are faced with adversity or you are faced with a struggle, what would you share with them? I would say that um, definitely take a step back when you are going through so much. I feel like for me, when I started it, I learned that it's super important to take a step back, look around what is happening. Because a lot of times, everybody triggers certain things differently. For me, I have to take a step back. For you, if you're the person who just keeps going and going and going and going, you're not getting anywhere. 
you need to take a step back to yourself and thinking, like, what can I do? What can I do better? What what is it that is triggering me? And I feel like that helped me a lot more, especially my mindset to understand what's really happening. Because for me, for me, what I realized is that people just react so quickly and the result is negative. And once you take a step back, your result will be positive because you're actually really thinking about what's happening and what can you do next in a positive way, not a negative way. And that's a lot of things that a lot of people don't realize is that when they react so quickly, your result is not pretty. And so that's definitely my mindset to let everybody know. I thank you so much for sharing that because I think, you know, of course, there are a lot of times when we want to burst out negativity with maybe something that is going on. And as you said, to kind of take a step back and really focus on um, what you can learn from it. What is a positive thing <laughs> that can come out of something that you someone may be struggling with? So share with us what you're doing today. What am I doing today? Daily, like, oh. Okay. No, I mean, so, in general, like what you do, because you're also a life coach. You studied psychology. Um, and I just think that is like, I'm so fascinated about everything that you do. <laughs> so today, my agenda, I, so I did, I'm doing a podcast right now. And I do have my full-time job, which I do. I do. I work from home, thankfully. And during my lunch, actually, I do business calls or I help another podcast. Um, at 4.30, I, I get what, 30 minutes for myself, maybe take a nap, maybe work, catch up on things. And then five o'clock time, I go, you know, coaching or I have my mentor students I have, because I mentor students as well from middle school. And so I do work with them for like an hour and a half. And and if I do have any clients that want to see me or um, or I work on my content for Instagram, um and then literally I wrap up my day for like nine by the time all this is done it's already nine o'clock already and then um uh, and then I go to bed at 10 30 and that's my schedule Monday to Friday literally that's my schedule I'm always busy doing something but luckily I'm going on vacation on Saturday I'm going to Mexico so I'm excited so I definitely need my vacation well, well, yes, I was going to say that is quite a busy schedule, uh, working full time while building your business and coaching. And I just think that is so amazing. Um, where can all of our viewers and listeners get in contact with you? Everybody can follow, contact me through Instagram, Boss. However, I know a lot of people do not have social media. I finally created my website, which is KalinaEmpowerment.com, and definitely send me an email um, on my website. Okay, wonderful. And of course, I will make sure that all the information, contact information gets in the show notes. Now, I know that uh, there is a book out, and of course, we are doing a crossover podcast on my other podcast, Stories That Inspire Us, and we'll share more about that at that time. Before we sign off i want you to share with us something about mindset that empowers you each and every day um for me as my community my why understanding why i'm doing that understanding who is watching me and also the second thing is my circle 
um, it's very important that you have the right people around you. If you do have the right people around you and people who want to uplift you, people who want to uh, push you farther in life, those are the type of people that I want to surround myself with because once you have the clean circle and understand your why, it will definitely get you farther and your mindset will be definitely sometimes more clear because if you don't hang up the right people, your mindset will not get you farther at all. And I cannot argue to a lot of people, please be cautious who you surround yourself with. And that's super important. Wow. That is so empowerful. Thank you so much for sharing that with us, especially on this Mindset Monday. You know, obviously we have focus days, but, you know, mindset carries us through everything that we do in our life and circling um, keeping a circle around yourself with those who empower you is such an amazing message to, to share with everyone and to share with the world. Kalina, I want to thank you so much on behalf of my sister, Carol Sue and myself for <laughs> being our guest today on the two sisters mindset Monday podcast. I hope you will definitely consider coming back and visiting again, visiting us again real soon. Yes, I definitely will. I would definitely be coming back. Definitely part two could be about my book and we can talk about that in the part two. <laughs> that sounds great. So everyone, I want to thank everyone, especially on the Wisdom Audio app for sharing your time with us today. And remember mindset, your mindset on every any given day. Sometimes when we wake up, you know, it's like, okay, I'm going to have mindset. Work on it each and every day because and keep that circle tight because that is what's going to help us reach our goals. My name is Janice, one of the co-hosts of Two Sisters. We hope that you will join us tomorrow for Triumph Tuesday. And remember, <laughs> if you have a story to share, it's that important. Let us know. Go to our website, www.twosisters.online. Thank you so much, everyone. And bye for now.